Good morning, everyone. God bless. I hope everybody had a great Thanksgiving. Um, I wanted to come in here today because I was just listening to a podcast called New News. Uh, Ross does a very good job of looking at news of the day around the world as it relates to the rapture and scripture. And he was talking this morning about something that I think he is spot on about it. And it was like he put to words the, the feelings and the thoughts that I've been having. And I thought it was fantastic. And I wanted to come in and kind of reiterate what he was talking about because it really stirred something in me. And I think, uh, I think it's important. So if you look at Psalms 83 and Thessalonians and you merge them together and you look at what's happening in the world today, there is like a new revelation in that. And having to do with the line of when they say peace and safety, then sudden destruction comes upon them. A lot of people, myself included, were extremely surprised that Israel agreed to this ceasefire. It's so lopsided and it's so detrimental to what they're trying to do. It just, it made no sense. And we all immediately said that's a horrible idea. And there was a part of me that wondered if maybe there was a specific reason that Israel was doing that that we were not aware of. But either way, it is going to be extremely difficult for Israel to go back to eliminating Hamas after the ceasefire. And here's why. If you take a look at the world, there has been an unexplainable, outrageous support of Hamas and pro-Palestinian demonstrations and marches. Now, as we all know, if you look at history, these quote-unquote freedom marches are hardly ever organic in nature. They're always organized. They're always contrived. It always happens for a reason, and it's always being financed by evil people like Soros and people who have a global agenda. And considering what Hamas did to those innocent Israelis on October 7th. It's mind-boggling to me that anybody could be out in the streets supporting that. It's, it's so outrageous that you have to step back and go, what is causing this besides Satan and evil and brainwashing? But it's global. So whenever something like that happens, that tells me that it's very intentional and it's very strategic and it's for a very specific reason. And... Getting back to merging Asaph and Psalms and Thessalonians all in one, it's kind of making sense in that I think perhaps, this is my guess, maybe what that line peace and safety means is because Israel agreed to the ceasefire, at the same time there's this organized pro-Hamas, pro-Palestinian outcry all over that is just unexplainable. I think perhaps this is all moving into Israel being backed into a propaganda corner where they can no longer continue the fight against Hamas and they will capitulate and agree to end the war, possibly with a two-state solution, but they're going to back down is my guess. If you want to know when the rapture's coming, if you want to know when Jesus is coming, if you want to know when the end of life as we know it before the tribulation starts, keep your eyes on Israel. Because my guess is, as soon as they say there's peace and safety, we've ended the war, 
I think that's the key to Psalms 83, which says that all of those Arab nations are going to conspire together and come at Israel at the same time. Now, the other thing that I found fascinating is if you keep reading in Psalms 83, it's very specific that Israel is outnumbered, outgunned. They are being surrounded by everyone. There's no way that they could defend themselves on their own. Psalms 83 makes it very clear that it is God that intervenes and saves Israel. It is not Israel. It is not Israel's allies. It is not man-made defense mechanisms. It is God. God steps in and saves Israel. That is what Psalms 83 says. If you put that together with when they say peace and safety, sudden destruction comes upon them. What if those things are the same moment? Because we all know when the rapture happens, it's beautiful, fantastic, magical, wonderful for the church. But the planet, the world, the people who are left behind, it is going to be disastrous. It is going to be sudden destruction. It is going to be the beginning of hell on earth. What if the sudden destruction that comes upon them, God's intervention on behalf of Israel to save Israel, and the rapture is all the same thing? In other words, when God steps in to save Israel, when all of those countries, after saying peace and safety, maybe that sudden destruction is God stepping in with the rapture. At the same time, the rapture is what causes the sudden destruction of all of Israel's enemies. I thought that was fascinating. And there's something to that that rings true to me. Because I'm not sure that that God needs to do two separate events. I don't think he I don't think he needs to rapture the church and then come back again and do something supernatural to save Israel. Maybe it's all one thing. Maybe it's all one movement. God is very wise. God is very calculated. God is mathematically perfect. It's quite possible that that all happens in one movement. Maybe that's the rapture. And so with that in mind, that would mean that the key to knowing when the rapture is going to happen, again, we're never going to know the day or the hour, but as Paul said, we will know the seasons. We are not in darkness. If we are paying attention, we will know. When they say peace and safety, sudden destruction is going to come upon them. So my guess is, and what I'm going to be doing now, as I have been, is keeping a very close eye on Israel. Because again, the fact that they agreed to this ceasefire makes no sense to me. And a lot of people who are watching what's going on, it makes no sense. Except that that's what scripture said. Ah, scripture's always right. With that in mind, I have a funny feeling that Israel is not going to go back to fighting Hamas. They are going to capitulate. Perhaps they are going to agree to the two-state solution. And everybody's going to be cheering because of this pro-Hamas, pro-Palestinian movement. They're going to think that they won. And they're all going to shout peace and safety. The war is over. Everybody's going to be fine now. So what I'm saying with this podcast is when that moment happens, look up. Keep your ears open. Keep your eyes open. Keep your senses on high alert. Because I think that's the key. Because nothing else makes sense. So I really think that's the key. So keep your eyes on Israel. To those out there who have not chosen yet, like I said in my last podcast, people are choosing sides right now. It's it's so crystal clear. I don't know how you can't see it. You are either choosing God or you're choosing Satan. And if you do not choose, you are on the side of Satan. Even if you believe you're a good person, even if you never murdered anybody, even if you're lukewarm, oh yeah, there's a God. If you don't specifically choose Jesus Christ, 
you are by default on the side of Satan. That's what scripture says. And as you look around, that is what's happening. So my advice is please make sure you choose and you choose wisely. You still have time. You are still in the age of grace, even though the window is closing fast. If you are still confused about how to place your faith in Jesus Christ, what the gospel actually is, 1 Corinthians 15, 1 through 4. Jesus shed his blood on the cross for all of our sins, past, present, and future. The power of his blood washes you white as snow and takes away every sin you've ever committed. The only thing you have to do is accept that gift by placing your faith in Jesus Christ, admitting that you're a sinner in need of Christ, and accepting that he took the punishment for you. 1 Corinthians 15, 1-4. If you need more help in understanding what salvation means, how to place your faith in Jesus Christ, what exactly the gospel is, please watch Robert Breaker's Misunderstanding Salvation. It's on YouTube. You can find it. And as I've said before, I strongly suggest that any videos or podcasts that pique your interest, that catch your ear, that mean something to you, download them onto your desktop, pull them on a hard drive, because the internet is very quickly falling under the control of globalists who do not want you to know this information. In the United States, just recently in the last couple of weeks, the Biden administration has succeeded in seizing control of information on the internet. So you're going to lose a lot of this stuff very quickly. Get yourself a hardcover Bible so that you do not have to depend on finding one online or on the internet. And get yourself a hardcover Bible because they have already started changing words in the digital copies of the Bible. They're already rewriting it. Oh my goodness, it's getting dark. So keep your eyes up. Keep your attention on Israel. Keep your head in the Bible. Please place your faith in Jesus Christ. It's so important. I, I can't even express to you how evil and dark and horrible this planet is about to be when this when the seven-year tribulation starts you have no idea what's about to happen and it's going to be bad and i don't want any of you to be here so first corinthians 15 1 through 4 keep your eyes on israel and look up because jesus is coming i love you guys